Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Ashley and Jared in the house with me again, repeat guests, because last time they were guests, I was convinced they were going to end up in love, and now they're in love. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, people were commenting saying, Olivia had it right the whole time. You did saying. have it right. I don't yeah. even remember what I said, really. I just liked that you, like, weren't in our immediate friend circle, and yet you still saw it. Because, like, I'm in person, and you guys are so ridiculously in tune with each other, and I'm like, that... Hello. I know, I know, I know. And it was mostly Jared. I mean, Ashley, like, it was mostly mostly I wanted to shake you and be like, why are you being so naive? Yeah, you can talk to my... You you can join the line at the front of the line with my mom on that one. Well, I also have to say, uh, long before your announcement came out, I knew you guys were together because uh-huh. Brandy <coughs> saw you at a party in L.A. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Saw so at the yeah, boohoo yeah. party. Yeah. The boohoo party. Yeah. And she she's texting me and she's like, Ashley and Jared are holding hands and kissing like something's up. And I was like, mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, something was up back then. That was, yep, she called it. Sorry also if my voice is a little raspy. I'm a little under the weather right now. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Well, it's I'll, quite all right. I'll I'm try fine. not to take up too much of your time. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean it that way. I just wanted to make sure you didn't think I was, like, putting on this voice to be like, oh, like, Jared's sexy, sexy. Super sexy. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I have so many thoughts. Um, I watched the video, the 45-minute video. Um, well, you comment, yeah, sorry under, about that. you comment under all of our Instagram, so I figured. <laughs> Which we love, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going to be your most loyal commenter. Um, I love it. I love it, too. Mostly because it gets, like, so many likes because people are like, wow, <laughs> who is she? And I'm like, can I come to your wedding? Um, so, yeah. No, I love it. I watched the video as I was walking down the street one day, and then I was eating at a restaurant by myself, and I kept watching it and started crying. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Oh, it was yeah, beautiful, though. Like, it was it was so awesome. Oh, Mike, you guys are annoying. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate that. We'll take that. We, we, we even said, actually, earlier, we'd rather be the annoyingly... We'd rather be the annoying couple that is very in love rather than the couple that just don't even touch each other that people can hang out with because they're just, like, friends. Yeah. Jared, you sense. seem like a shoulder kisser. Jared is a kisser of all places. Yeah, He's a kisser? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Ashley, how do you feel about that? I love it. Good. I love it, but it's so funny. Sometimes I'll be like, we have this joke, and like we kind of want to like, you know, put it out there in some sort of funny way because it's like Jared oh. kisses Ashley while she does random things. <laughs> like because he kisses me so much, I like have to do more productive things, like eat, put my makeup on, respond to emails and texts. It's true. It's pathetic. So I'll like hand my hand she over to him. I'll be like, time- here. I, like, put my shoulder in his she face. She was on the computer one time, and, like, she could tell that I was about to kiss her. So she just put I her can't. elbow up, and I started kissing <laughs> her elbow. I was like, that's kind of a new low, isn't it? She's just, just like, kiss it. It's like a, ba- like, a, like a dog that's teething. You just need to give him a toy. She's you like, just, you just seem like a big shoulder kisser. That's what I see a lot. 
I'm yeah, a big PDA guy. Yeah. I'm very affectionate, and that's very important. Mm. And he also kisses my hand so Oh, much. you did do that a lot in the video, too. Yeah. And, yeah, I noticed that. No, but the shoulder I was very keenly aware of because I was like, I can't imagine what that would be like for someone just to kiss my shoulder all the time. But maybe one day. Really, Jared does. A need very to lucky clogged. guy. A le- very lucky guy is going to be able to kiss your shoulder oh, all the time. Hopefully, I lotion up nice and nice and good um, yeah. for my lucky guy. No, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, there was a video. What is it? The story of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's the story of us on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I, I day one, it had like seven hundred thousand views or something, and I was like, oh, that's casual. <laughs> Um, and it's just them explaining their love story. So can you guys maybe in not 45 minutes explain the story if people haven't seen the video, which probably isn't likely because everyone saw it, but well, I do. Yeah. It's like, they really want the full story and to understand. Yeah. They want to understand it fully. They're going to have to watch 45 minutes, but since we have 45 minutes and with you and we don't want to make it the same 45 minutes. (laughs) We can summarize it. Yeah, just try. Um, just try. It, it's mostly people really want to know from Jared because, like, they've known that I've had feelings the entire time. Yeah. They're like, well, how did Jared switch? Was he bitten by a love bug? Yep. And apparently not. It was, like, a slow-growing process. It was a yeah, slow bug. It was just building within me for a very long time. So long story short, obviously, met on Bachelor in Paradise 2. Ashley and I got along so well, um, but I never really had those romantic feelings. Um, and then... I saw her in October of that year in her comfort zone mm-hmm. at her house in her element. And I was like, this girl is incredible. I like her <laughs> I know. a lot. And I was just going through my own circumstances at that point in my life. I had a lot of confusion with my own head. And I, it's so interesting that everybody looks at Ashley as the emotional um, overthinker in her own head, uh, like type where that's, I'm very much like that as well, where I have so many thoughts going on. I don't think people think on. I'm in my head. Not in your head, I <laughs> I'm should very say, but like you're so, yeah, you're just so I'm not in my head at all. It's all people out here. View, people view Ashley as like emotionally unstable. Yeah, emotionally mm-hmm. unstable. Where I think I'm emotionally unstable, but in a very different way. Like, yeah, exactly. You, I'm not emotionally you're very, unstable. <laughs> I'm very much, I know, I know, but I know what I'm like. I know what I'm feeling. You cry a lot. Yeah. You're, you're always talking about your feelings. It's not a bad thing. I'm just stating facts. No, I know. I know that people think of... I oh, don't my wanna, God. I hate I you wanna... guys. Stop. I wish there I was don't... video on this for the first time ever. Uh. <laughs> I hate my life. I don't want to further But you're the, not. But that's what I'm saying. But people assume... Sometimes yeah. think that about you. Yes. And yes. when in actuality, I am a very emotionally unstable person, but <laughs> I just internalize everything. Yeah. And so I do a very good job of masking my feelings and masking my emotions, which I think a lot of people have told me over the years that I'm a very difficult person to read and they might not get me because of that. And so obviously we went on Bachelor in Paradise season three. I started dating Kayla, mm-hmm. but I still had feelings for Ashley, but I kept telling Ashley we're only going to be friends because I really wanted to just... Anybody that's really important to me, I'm very, I can be very insecure at times. So I'll push them away rather than taking a chance. And so ever since then, after Paradise 3, that was kind of the story of our friendship where we were still very close, but it was a far different friendship than it was prior to that season. Yeah. Ashley, how hard was it being friends with him when you knew that you still have feelings for him? Were you always kind of hoping things would change? There was like a whole bunch of different phases there too, because obviously the first year of, of knowing him, 
I was like in a constant pursuit of things changing Mm -hmm. and in constant hope and optimism and all that. And then after Paradise 3, when he told me it was never going to happen as it was aired on TV, I was kind of like... To which she actually also said on Ellen that it was she didn't have feelings for me. She was completely over me. Well, she lied. Goes both ways. The thing is, uh-uh. like, he told me to move Mostly on. Mostly my fault, obviously. Yes, he told obviously. me to move on, so what am I going to say two months later so on exactly. Ellen? Like, well, you know, I'm still, I still have feelings, just but, saying, you know, so. I mean, I never, what happened, the difference after Paradise 3 is that I never vocalized <coughs> to him mm-hmm. that I had feelings anymore. I, of course, still did. They were, the, the intensity of them were, like, more, it was more of, like, an ebb and flow, the intensity, but, like, they were always there. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, I just didn't ever say, like, why don't you like me? You're never going to like me. That's when I shut up about all of that stuff. Right. With After Paradise, too, because he basically told me to. <laughs> yeah. And then you go on. Jared, you went on Bachelor Paradise. Paradise Australia. Like, what the hell was that? I don't even know what that was. So I got a phone call about Winter Games to potentially do that. And then, it, long story short, it didn't work out. And then Ashley was still going on. And Benton was going on, and Dean was going on, and then I got a phone call to do Bachelor in Paradise Australia. I didn't want to do it, but they were offering me money. It was a free trip to Fiji. Everybody else was going to do Winter Games. I was like, I can't just sit on my ass and be like, all right, this is, I guess this is just not going to happen. So I was like, all right, just go to Australia, have fun, be in the moment, whatever. So I did that, came back. Um, yeah, I went there for like two weeks, didn't even kiss a girl. I didn't, I didn't. I mean, really. obviously, I didn't watch. I don't even know what happened. I yeah, just know that was, Grant was there too. It was too. fine. I was. I made it through like, like six rose ceremonies, something ridiculous like That's that. That's pretty good without kissing a girl. Wow. It was like I, I don't impressed know how myself. I, did it. I don't know how the hell I did it. You must either. just be like a good dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, know. People want to keep you around even if you're not kissing anybody. Apparently, right on a dating show, they're like, "Yeah, we just like having around." How does that happen? That's very rare. So then, Ashley, you do Winter Games, and you end yeah. up with Kevin, the Canadian. Yep. And you're like in a relationship and this is where people get to be kind of assholes because that was when Jared to the naked eye realized, oh my gosh, this is it. Right. That looks like it that way. It, it definitely looks that way. It's not so much that he realized it was so much that he needed to actually say something at that point. Cause he was like, wait, this is something I can't stall on any longer. Well, I also think that, it's not a coincidence that I was on three American versions of The Bachelor and I was also I was single. Yeah, I think I, I think there was a moment when she, obviously I heard that she was dating someone that I had a lot of self reflecting to do and had to ask myself not only what I want but what I'm willing to do for it because I'm a very comfortable person. It's not a good mindset to have. I don't advocate people being like me, mm-hmm. but there are times where I just get content in life. And realize that maybe it's not my favorite life or it's not the best life, but it's a good life and I should be happy and grateful for everything. When if I just focus and, and, and fight for the things that I want, that I can actually achieve them and 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 you know, get yeah. them. And so that's pretty much what happened where I came to a point and was like, either I do something and tell Ashley that, you know what, I have stronger feelings for you than I've been leading on, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna lose her for the rest of my life and and live with that consequence. And so yeah, I told her. Long story short, you can watch the story of us for more detail on that. Yeah. It's like so interesting talking about too because it's just we talked about it at length so much that it's hard to like say it in different ways. 
I don't so know if great. we said this publicly yet, but there was before he left for Bachelor Australia. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't even like a lot. I'm sure a lot of people were like, oh my God, I actually <laughs> must have been freaking out. I actually know him so well. And in the three years that I've known him, two and a half at that point, <sighs> he'd never really liked anyone else. <laughs> you know, to a point where I was like scared that it was like going to become a serious relationship. Yeah. And so when he left, I was like, okay, have fun. But then. I started crying to him because he was just so in his own head. This specific, there was like two or three months where he was like really in it. And I did not even like recognize the person that he was. Mm -hmm. And I started crying before like he left my apartment before he left the next day. I was like, I feel like you're not the same person anymore. Like, are you okay in there? Like, I feel like you're really (laughs) depressed. And he was like, I don't know. What did you say? Probably something I'm fine and I'm sorry and I don't mean to make you feel awkward. I remember we hugged and I apologized because I never wanted to make you feel uncomfortable in any way. I just think at that point I was just so, I mean, I was in Los Angeles and I didn't know what I was doing and I missed home. And I, I obviously like anytime I'd go over your house, it would just be like, it'd be great to see you, but it was always, it sounds so stupid because it's my own demise, but it would be like a little painful. It's like I know that's so stupid to say. It's not stupid. It's just like insane. It was just it's like so insane to hear. Still. I know. I think I was just really filled with shame and guilt for a very long time over everything. And I think, obviously, you know me very well, and I overthink things, and I'm always in my head. And so I think it was just there'd be a lot of times where I'd see you, and it just made me sad because I felt a lot of shame, and then I just felt. I always tried to be so good and so nice to you, but I always just still felt like I was an asshole at times, mm-hmm. even though like I didn't do anything wrong, but I also knew in my head that there was so much more going on than I would ever be willing to say. And I think that's why I kind of hated myself because I was scared to like say how I actually felt and live with the consequences, so to speak. Like, cause I don't know, there's so much history between us. How could I just ever one day randomly be like, randomly kiss you like there'd be times i remember there'd be times i've done it i know (laughs) and like i tell her this now it's great that i can but i was like remember that night couple like a year and a half ago we were hanging out and she's like yeah and i was like man i kind of wanted to kiss you that night she's like what the fuck did you i was like i just i couldn't bring myself to do it i was like we're just better off with friends oh my god this jared just relax olivia it's so stupid but this is my craziness you Olivia, what? do you remember? Do you do you know what's crazy? No. Is that when we did your podcast, I think it was the time in that New we York. were doing your podcast. <laughs> yep. We were staying at the Vice Award together and we were sleeping in the same bed. We were in the same bed. Wait, they put you in the same room? Well, we thought, no, no, no. We, were, we booked the hotel. We thought there were separate beds oh. and there wasn't. They didn't have like any available. So when Jared came to the hotel it's like i'm so sorry but there's only like a king bed and he was like that's fine like we've slept in the same bed before it's yeah. fine and then i remember this one night like kind of feeling like sexual tension in the bed where we both like <laughs> rolled over to our sides but both of us were thinking apparently both of us were thinking wow we should just be making out oh, right now i remember i was like man i want to make out with ashley <laughs> And so he told he tells me this now, like a year and a half oh, later. Oh, I'm such a loser. It's so weird that Whatever. he wanted to make out with me that day. I know. Oh, trust me. But it feels so good now to be able I'm, – I'm like obviously every day, and I tell Ashley this all the time, how every day I feel so grateful and appreciate every moment with Ashley because it almost wasn't there. And it almost wasn't there because of me. And so like 
I'm so happy and grateful that he like actually shows gratitude every single day. Yeah, how? I want to though. I need to know how. Just like he does, like shower me with affection, or even like he gets me like a Dunkin' iced coffee, which you know is rare in LA, <laughs> or or like he brings home raisinets or flowers or something random, but like these little things, or he walks the doggy, or anything like small. But or just tell you how much. I and love he tells her. me how much he loves me all the time. But I just also like. Obviously, I'm a big film buff, but, like, you always see movies, too, where people, like myself, Mm -hmm. like, guys who just were like, I was stupid. I was dumb, and I made the wrong choices, and the best girl in my life slipped out of my fingers. And, like, they they always say, like, if I could go back and redo anything, I would, and I would tell them every day how much I love them and how much I care about them. And so I never want to ever live with any type of regret because i almost lived with the biggest regret of my life and so now i want to make sure every day i tell her how much i care about her and how much she gives to me i know it's really bizarre i want to i want to clone him for everyone because no well clone so this jared no, oh this jared. yeah I don't not the jared, jared who's ago. gone through all of yeah. the stuff he had to go through it's Ugh. so bizarre how like he's the perfect boyfriend well thank you I don't know it's not that. bizarre that he's the perfect boyfriend it's just like I wish that people could actually see in our day-to-day life, like, how well he treats me. Yeah. It's, Thanks, this is the only yep. time I've ever wanted to be video recording something. I might just have to record you guys interacting. <laughs> <laughs> the way you guys look at each other is really... <sighs> and now I'm annoying because I'm that girl who, like, for 29 years was like, I'm dying alone. And then everybody would be like, You'll find him one day. One day he'll come around and mm-hmm. somebody will come around and blah, blah, blah. And now, like six months later, I'm like telling other girls, I'm like, you'll find him. It will happen. happen. Yeah. One of today's sponsors is a company I've known and loved for a few years now. You've seen their product on my Instagram a couple times. This company is Teamy Blends. I've used their 30-day detox program on and off for a really long time, and I'm so passionate about this company and their product. So Teamy Blends promotes living a healthy lifestyle, but also having balance. Their detox is made for anyone looking for a good cleanse that isn't too harsh. So there's loose leaf tea that I use when I travel or, you know, maybe sometimes overindulge a little bit too much. If I want to get ready for an event really fast or I want to fit into a tight dress, I drink their colon tea because... Well, I'm going to be honest, it makes you got to go. So what I'll do is I'll drink the colon tea at night, I'll wake up, and I'll go. (laughs) I start my day immediately feeling totally flushed out, and there's no extra bloating. And here's a crazy fact. I found out really quickly when I first did this program that most people carry 10 to 15 pounds of toxins in their gut on a daily basis. This is what prevents you from losing weight toning up or just feeling your best. So for all these people who say, do you even really use this program when I post about it on Instagram? I do. It's in my kitchen right now. I love it because Teamy makes my tummy feel really tight and I feel so much better overall when I'm cleansing. So if you have a vacation coming up, maybe you've been indulging a little bit too much, no judgment. You just want your gut to feel right and tight again. I personally recommend cleansing with Teamy Blend. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to teamyblends.com that's t-e-a-m-i blends.com one more time teamyblends.com slash olivia you can use my code olivia c and you'll get 25 percent off all orders of 49.99 or more so go get you some 
get yourself a cleanse. It's so good. So, so I, I have a ton of thoughts. Um, but the funny thing is people, you know, I have friends who are like, Oh my God, Ashley and Jared, what the heck? This is real. And I'm like, yes, it's totally real. And I always say, I feel like they are the strongest couple randomly out of bachelor nation because you guys had to like go through the freaking work and like get to know each other and talk about crap and like you know it didn't happen in 10 days it happened in what three years three three years years well also our it's so interesting that our relationship really formed off the show yeah that wasn't even on the show no like we went through a lot obviously in both seasons of bachelor in paradise but it was off the show that we really formed this really strong foundation and then obviously developed loving feelings. So, yeah. Uh, Someone also <laughs> messaged me asking like, Oh, I want to go on the show because I want an Ashley and Jared love story. And I just answered and I was like, but you do know that Ashley and Jared didn't fall in love on the show, you know? Yeah. Just, fell in love off the show. Yeah. It's interesting. We definitely have the most like <clears throat> relatable relationship because it's like had highs and lows and it took so long to like come to be mm-hmm. because when you watch the show, you're like, Oh wow. Just happily ever after, after two months, that's because you guys haven't had anything but happy settings right. pretty yeah. much. Right. And we've gone through so many trials and tribulations and our, our relationship has been so filled with ups and downs. And I think over the course of our friendship and now relationship, our communication skills have just gotten so much better where like even through the paradise seasons, we talked through so much mm-hmm. after the season it aired and kind of, aired out everything and still came out on the other side stronger than we were before. Um, you guys are just, cool. ugh, so insane. I have to, I have to know, like, what do you think <laughs> about all of the support that y'all have got? It's been crazy. It's been overwhelming. So nuts. Like we did, we expected people like the hardcore fans to like the story of us and to be excited for us, but we didn't think it would be, like the news it was thousands of tweets no way like we were getting like twenty thousand comments on instagrams like that means like twenty thousand people not only like clicked like but like decided to say something which is so mind-boggling to us and yeah for the video to get like 1.5 million it's just like even if like people watched it over and over again which is crazy but like just the fact that like maybe a million people Decided to like click on that to watch our story is unreal. Yeah, I remember the night before too. We we you know announced our relationship as selfish as that sounds. <laughs> um, um, but I remember thinking that before you know just being like, well, we'll see what happens. Probably not a lot of people are going to care, but hopefully, especially for the story of us and Ashley, the, the video gets some views and it gets some sort of recognition. And then the next day, it was just. Holy shit. It was just mind-boggling. I remember Chris Har- like we always talk about I remember Wednesday morning we woke up and Chris Harrison posted. Yeah. And I was like, holy did. shit. Harrison just posted. He's like, I approve of this information. Was, I know. Well, so I, I thought for sure with this that ABC is gonna want to take <coughs> complete credit. <clears throat> well, they I mean they hey, I gotta give ABC credit for introducing us to each other. Yeah. Like, without without The Bachelor, I would never meet Ashley. It's true. So crazy. And so even though our love might have formed off the show, I did meet the love of my life on the show. It is funny, like, to the, the way that they chose to always show our relationship. Yeah. To be, like, very one-sided. Yes. And then it's like, oh, wait, they actually worked out. Let's 
Yeah. <laughs> They're like, how can we change this and accurately show their relationship? Well, they'll probably want a televised wedding, right? We will well, see. Yeah, I mean, we're just, we're, you know, we're dating right now. We're not engaged, so. I, I thought you guys were for sure. We took some photos that. That were a little like bit your... misleading. I know, but there's such good photos. photos that are misleading. We just had so many photographers reach out and say, please let us sh- you know shoot you we were like we love pictures yes please do there was a white dress where i was like i didn't even realize that i was wearing a white dress that day and i never even thought that like those pictures would be like the first picture i posted yeah but it was such a good picture i sent that picture to my mom this is you know like a month and a half before we announced my mom was like do you have something you need to tell me (laughs) we're not engaged mom we're not engaged even though we did trick her parents into thinking we got married well i mean i did text ashley and i was like is there an engagement that i am missing (laughs) like what's happening i thought this was just dating (laughs) that's why we should have come out just been like oh guess what you guys you missed our dating portion but we've been dating for a year and now we're (laughs) engaged and no one knew friends to engage (laughs) yeah I mean, I feel like you've put in so much work that, like, it wouldn't be surprising, at least for it's me. It's not like we don't, like, talk about the future. We obviously do. Oh, no. We definitely plan to get engaged one day and married and have kids. And I think we even talked about this at length, about how we didn't start dating just because we saw each other being boyfriend-girlfriend. We started dating because we see each other as life partners. Yeah. yeah. So. <sighs> <clears throat> I know. He's so romantic. Can you guys stop? He, like, but he's so inspired. Like, he grew up watching so many romantic movies. He, like, became the leading man in a rom-com. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, it was just so funny because I always... Ashley, I know how much you love the rom-com game, and I love the rom-com game. But, like, Jared also is so rom-com-y. Yeah, Yeah, he really is. I really am. His character is just so very much somebody you would find in one of those movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the boyfriend that we all dream of having and that's why we all have unrealistic expectations. I know, but he is the unrealistic expectations. That's what's so weird. Guys, stop. I'm blushing. I found it. He's starting to like itch. He's like, oh. Uh, oh, It feels so good. Please stop. Uh, Ash, what does your sister think? Is she super excited? She loves Jared, obviously. Like she, it's... she truly acts like she's his sister. Like the way she talks, she'll talk <clears throat> to him. She'll make fun of him all the time. Oh yeah, and oh yeah. We've always gotten. I've always gotten along with Lauren so well, mm-hmm. and that's what's even made it easier with our friendship. And then again, with our relationship is. Oh, sorry. Somebody's called it uh, about like how much Lauren kind of feels like a sister to me already. And so, can I tell the story about? Yeah. I'm just, okay. So <laughs> you can tell any story. Any I don't story. even know what you're gonna say. All right. Long story short, back. Obviously. Oh yeah, you can tell this. So <laughs> after St. Lucia, Ashley went to go see a football game with, with Kevin with somebody else, <laughs> and obviously she I came doesn't... back to Los Angeles, and I still had no idea where her head was at if she was gonna tell me to piss off, and so obviously I was feeling a little insecure, um, and thinking about, you know, am I too late? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've screwed up everything. I should have done this before. And then, so I'm watching, of course, the Patriots game. I'm a diehard Patriots Huge fan. Patriots I know Ashley's at the game. So it just really kills me because it just feels like, no, I should be there. I should be there with her. And I'm an idiot. And then watching the game, Lauren texts me. And she goes, I want to let you know I'm rooting for you. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Crying to myself because I think it was just an overwhelming moment because I think, well, I've never been 
bad to you. I've always been good to you, but like I could have been better. And I think that's always been in my head. And so to know that your sister, your closest friend was saying, I want her to be with you because you are the best for her. I know. Was just something that meant so much to me in that moment, especially after everything and still not really knowing where Ashley's head was at. It was just a really great moment. Um, during that year after Paradise Three, the times where I would feel the most, like the times that I would, f- I would leave and cry, but never tell him anymore. Because like you, you know, I used to like cry and be like, "Why aren't you with me?" But when after Paradise Three, the times where I would cry and then never tell. I didn't him even know she cried. Would be, like, would be like when he would leave my like he came knew. to visit my you know like he'd come over to my parents' house in Virginia a couple times, right? And he'd fit into <laughs> my family so well, and that's when he'd leave, and I'd be like, "How in the world is he not with me? Like it's never going to get better. We're never going to find a guy who fits into this family as good as Jared, <sighs> as well as Jared." And Jared, you said your mom was always Team Ashley, right? Like she always- oh, yeah. My parents – I remember my sister got engaged like a year and a half ago. And her mar- her wedding is this September. And she told me a year ago, well before this, it was like, I'm going to give you a plus one, but you're only allowed to bring Ashley. <laughs> I was like, That's okay. hilarious. And my parents, my parents have always obviously been on my side, and, and they want what's best for me. But they've always loved Ashley so much. And I'm, last year, she came to a wedding with me in Rhode Island. And when Ashley left, my mom, she just sat me down one time. She's like, are you sure that you don't, you're not in love with Ashley? Because <laughs> just, you guys, it's just there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, mom. His dad also told me something <laughs> that was funny the night before that wedding. He was like, you know, like. We all think that you're great for Jared, but you know I don't harp on it with him because I know that's gonna not that's not gonna help. Yep. I know Nancy, she does, but <laughs> she hopes that if he moves to LA, that maybe that would be the thing that changes things. But so why did you move to LA, Jared? So because well, Nick was being such a good friend, and he was just being he was just kind of telling me you should move to LA, just give it a shot for a few months. If you don't like it, you can move back. And yeah. he had an extra bedroom, and he's like, you can move oh, so right you live in with here. Nick. Yeah. Oh, cool. So he was like, you can move in right with me. Give it a couple months. If you like it, great. If you don't, you can always move back. And just like it kind of like is a represents my life is that like I had a very difficult time leaving Rhode Island. I love Rhode Island. My family's there. You never lived outside of the state. No, I'm born and raised in Rhode Island. So I like my comfort zone. Um, And that is obviously, you know, present in my relationship. Um, And so that's why I was like, fuck it. I'll move to L.A. for a couple months. Um, I wasn't really happy during November, December. It was fine. I didn't really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously everything happened in late December, early January. When and he really hated it. <clears throat> when I came back, yeah. But I knew that I had to be in Los Angeles um, because I wanted to show that I was very real and serious about everything that I had said to Ashley. And I wanted to be there for her if, you know, it didn't work out where I could like I didn't want to go back to Rhode Island and be like, all right, you know, good luck with everything. If we, you know, call right. me sometime in the area. Like I knew I needed to be nearby. And Aww. so that's what I did. And so, but it worked out well. And I still am not a huge advocate of Los Angeles, but it's, I'm way me happier neither. than I was. <laughs> yeah. I'm way happier than I, I was before. Um, Cause while it doesn't feel like home, 
being with Ashley feels like home. Oh, that's stuff. the nicest thing anybody can It's oh true, God. though. I'm going to bomb. Uh, as you well should. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what the future has in store for where we live in this world. Ashley, could you go anywhere but L.A.? <clears throat> I said, like, I'm sure I'll be, like, you know, my my intention always was to, like, be an entertainment reporter and host mm-hmm. and all that. I'm sure that, like, come my mid-30s, it won't be as exciting for me anymore. And that is something that I'd be like, okay, that, that is something you want to do with your life. You did it. And now you can, like, you can be in the same sort of field, but you don't have to be living in L.A. to do it. Right. So... Maybe that's what we say, like mid thirties. And like we don't know. I mean, in five years, we could both have like be career oriented here and have settled down. Like, okay, we can we can live in Los Angeles and raise a family here. But um, you know, only time will tell. Yeah, I have to say that like I do feel like I was made to live here. Like I've never been happier than when I've lived here. But it's also because like just seems like everything started like clicking in my life while I lived here. So, I mean, I feel like LA is a place that you just either you love it and you're meant to be there or it just yeah. doesn't work out and there's no yeah. between. And I go there and I'm like, I can't wait to leave, but I Really? That's how I feel about New York sometimes. Ugh, like, yeah. I love New York for the weekend, for a couple days, for shows and in food, and then after 3 nights I'm like, okay, it's time to go back to the suburbs. <laughs> the burbs. Because that's how LA feels to me. Hmm. Yeah. I have to wonder, was there anything that was tough transitioning from <coughs> friendship to relationship? That's what's no, so weird is not That at was all. the weirdest part is that it just felt seamless. Like I have this one friend who was best friends with her now husband for like four years before they started dating. And she always used to make fun of him like, ew, Brian, I never look at him like that right. before. I remember I even like sat at their wedding like the the reception there well, not the reception the what's the day before oh whatever. the yeah, whatever rehearsal dinner rehearsal, rehearsal dinner, dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i like gave a toast about how like i remember when she thought you were <laughs> gross never touched yeah. oh that's a good thing to say on the i know wedding right day. i know he she was like all about it and he was like so embarrassed by it so funny and anyway but um i told her before we started like touching i was like was it ever weird for you guys to like that transition phase to like start touching and stuff? And she was like, not really. And I was like, okay. And then for us, it was not weird at all either. Like, I feel like the first time you hold hands, I'd be like, uh, it it was like, it's just like boyfriend, girlfriend, right? Where in the early days, it's like, do I hold your hand all the time? And can I touch you? Like, are you going to get like, over the fact of me trying to grab your hand. Like, it's just kind of like that awkwardness of, like, trying to just find your groove, so to speak. Yeah. And I, so, I like but, that. But other than that, it was really seamless. But I also remember it was – um, so it was right before we started dating. But, like, I was, I was like, still, you know, obviously trying to, like, text Ashley just right. to, like, keep in contact and, like – I remember texting the dumbest shit ever. But he wasn't. It was, like, stuff that I loved, like, about Panera and, like, broccoli and cheddar soup. (laughs) But I remember... And I was like, I should be with him. I remember overthinking it and, like, being like, I just want to text her just to, like, stay in contact. And, like, so I text her, like, oh, I'm really craving broccoli and cheddar soup from Panera or something stupid like that. Just to get her attention. Exactly. But I remember thinking to myself, I'm fucking texting Ashley. Why do I feel awkward about this? Why is there awkward text? Well, you got nervous. Well, it was, like, kind of cute that he was getting nervous which is what I experienced with him two and a half years earlier. Right. Yeah. I was like, now you know how he I knows now. I first yeah. had a crush on you. I even texted Tanner. I was like, Tanner, 
I feel awkward texting Ashley like like I just met her. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> He's like, ah, yep, comes full circle, doesn't it? That's so, so – this is all – I mean, okay, so there was nothing. <clears throat> is there anything that you've learned about each other in a romantic way that you didn't know about each other as friends? I don't know. I think you. I mean, like, I just can't believe how touchy he is. Yeah, I, I can't believe how like physically affectionate he is. Yeah. I mean, I love it. It makes me feel great because I think, I think, well, my giving body language is like, we're, is like probably like acts of service or something. Okay. Yours? I think I, I think I kind of, we both are almost give every single love language. Like, there's not one where we're really like lacking but on. Yours is definitely acts of service. That's when That's I feel like I'm really it. like. I like doing things for him, like Got surprising it. him with things and stuff like that. Um, but I like to receive my love through touch. Like, mm-hmm. because he's touching me, I know that he's like really into me. Yeah. And so it's very, it works for us. Like there's absolutely no insecurity yeah. or like misunderstanding as far as love language. So. <clears throat> That's perfect. No, it's definitely not a misunderstanding, but yeah. I mean, there's always things we can work on. But I think they're great. Like what? Like what? I knew you were gonna make that face as soon as I said that. Like what? No, I think it's great. She's definitely more of an acts of service, and then I'm more of like a physical touch, quality time. But I think the important thing is quality time. Quality time is definitely both of us. Both of ours. Like we always need to make sure that we are spending quality quality time together, and not even going out to places or or whatever we have to do. Quality time for us, I think, is right here, right now on the couch cuddling like being being cutesy <laughs> being cutesy i i mean gonna... cutesy you know do you want to feel safe in your own home or maybe you just want to make your neighborhood feel safer in general i know i do i'm raising my hand so that's why i use ring ring's mission is to make neighborhoods safer and today over a million people use the ring video doorbell to help protect their homes ring knows that home security begins right at the front door but it doesn't end there either they're extending the same level of security to the rest of your home with the new floodlight cam so just like ring's amazing doorbell camera, the floodlight cam is a motion activated camera and floodlight that connects right to your phone with HD video and two-way audio that lets you know the moment anyone steps onto your property. So when I'm getting deliveries at my apartment in Seattle, someone's at my front door or they ring my doorbell, I get a notification that someone is there. I can see and speak to visitors or even set off an alarm right from my phone if there's someone at my door that I don't want to be there. So with Ring's floodlight cam also, which I have, when things bump in the night, you'll immediately know what it is, whether you're at home or away. So I have my floodlight cam actually inside my house. And if anything ever bumps, I get a notification right to my phone and I can see what's going on in my apartment. The Ring cameras let you keep an eye on your home from literally anywhere. So when I'm on vacation, I just know what's going on both inside and outside. Ring floodlight offers the ultimate in-home security with high visibility floodlights and a super powerful HD camera that puts security in your own hands. It makes you feel so strong and independent. And seriously, with Ring, you're always home no matter where you are. So I want you guys to give this a try if you take home security seriously, which you should. So you can save up to $150 off of a Ring of Security kit when you go to ring.com Olivia. So say it again, write it down. 
That's ring.com slash Olivia. One more time for you mouthing off babes. That is ring.com slash Olivia. I'm just, this is so weird because last time I was sitting next to y'all, it was like, it was almost palpable, like awkwardness. Really? (laughs) Like playful, playful awkwardness. And now you guys are obsessed with each other and it's just like the evolution is so interesting to me. Yeah, well, I think it was just, at least on my end, I think it was just a a growing, um, uh, how, to, how to phrase it without, you know, I was just kind of like ready to burst with just being like, listen, this is exactly how I feel. This is where my head's at. I know it's crazy, but this is what's happening. And just, I don't know what else to say. I don't and know just, what to do about it. Exactly. That's exactly what was happening. And so once I finally was able to just say, Okay, here we go. I think I'm your big. Um, <laughs> yes, Ashley, you've all you got me on the whole Mr. Big thing because you started. Oh, really? Okay. So this the is Mr. an argument that we have. I want to ask you something. I want to ask you something. Yeah. Uh, do you, Olivia, want to end up with your big one day? Do you have a big? Get that, that, that. I do have. I have a big. Okay. And do you want to end up with him one day? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Because a lot of people, so I'm new. I'm I'm very new to the big thing as well. The only thing I know about Sex and the City is from what I hear from Ashley, mm-hmm. Lauren, and Naz when I don't get a podcast. Right. So I always assume that as well. You want to end up with your big. I but- think there's always someone that we, every girl or maybe guy too, we always <laughs> hope they'll change or figure it out. Yeah. Or yeah. I always say there's one person where even two years from now, if he was like. I want to be with you. I'd be like, yes, sure. Let me, I'm pregnant with someone else's child, but sure. I would love to be with you. You know what I mean? That's just what Uh we all have, but it doesn't always work out that way, which is why it's just so interesting that, you know, when that whole talk started, it was a completely different place. It was in a place in which Jared had told me it's never going to happen. And it was in a place where I was referring to this guy who I once, or maybe still would call Big. I don't. I don't want to call him it anymore. But it was the person that I referenced as your uh, Mr. Big. Yeah, and it was before I had my bubble burst that I was more in love with the thought of him than actually him. So I learned all yeah. of this over the past like eight months. So now I wanted to say that like what I referred to for so long is just in a totally different place. But at the same time, I do feel like. A Mr. Big is kind of like your first trauma. Yes. And it's kind of like your first romantic trauma. And it's also somebody <laughs> who has toyed with you for so long. And I wouldn't say that Jared ever toyed with me. No. I definitely didn't toy with you. Yeah. I mean, well, here's the other thing is, Ashley, did you fight it at all? Did I fight being with Jared? Like ever? when Jared came no. around, you just said, okay, here we go. Well, well, well of no. course not. I said, I'm going to date Kevin because yeah. I deserve to date Kevin because he likes <clears throat> me and I like him. And I've never really had such a, like a swift relationship where mm-hmm. just kind of like both people are in it together. And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to give this time because yeah. if I don't, then I could be with you. And then I could regret it in a couple of months because who knows where your feelings are going to go. Oh, totally. When she right. was with Kevin, I didn't. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. It was a very, it was a very lonely time. <laughs> he was very, he's very scared at times. And yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to talk to you about that stuff. No. And it was just, I was just kind of waiting one day for you to be like, sorry, you know, you had your chance. 
that was always terrifying. But that's definitely what I expected to say because when we were in St. Lucia and Tanner was like, Ashley, so he was late. It was a whole other story, yeah. but but yeah, I don't. We cut it out of the story of us, but there was a part where Tanner goes, Ashley, what if Jared gets here and he's like, I have feelings for you and I want to be with you, and I was like, <laughs> I'd probably say too late sorry you Susie lose and then like three days later that happened and I was like oh oh did he know did Tanner know at the time when he asked that question no he didn't but Tanner I think Tanner had an inclination for the simple fact that just Tanner knows me so well Mm -hmm. that I think he was like I would be a betting man to say Jared's gonna come here and say I have more feelings I would like to be with you I know Tanner's just got good intuition. He just knows me very well. And now you're just one of the success stories from Bachelor Nation. Well, I I just, I would love (coughs) a televised wedding. Even if it's not, you're not engaged. You're not. I'm just saying I would like, because it would be like a full circle situation. And the world can finally see a two-sided story and not, you know, Ashley crying. That would be nice. Um, We'd have to definitely do it on like, our specific terms. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to like have like a paradise wedding. Like we no. wouldn't get married in paradise. No, I wouldn't want to get married in paradise. It's too hot. Very hot. <laughs> too many crabs everywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't really know because I wasn't there, but I, I assume. Was, we're we're yeah. just sad that you're here talking to us right now and not on paradise. We just said that. Why can't Olivia be on paradise? It will never happen, you guys. No, uh, did they never. call you about it this year at all? No. Hell No. They called you last year, though, right? Uh, yeah, but then they ghosted me. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you do a great job with your podcast. So. Know, I'm just, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I don't need, yes. I don't need it again. You're but I did yourself. see Ben for the first time. Oh, where'd you like see a ben? month ago? I saw him at Brandy's house, and uh-huh. it wasn't horribly awkward. And that was like wow. the ending of my full circle. Like, I just needed to see him one time in person. Yeah. And that was it. And we're good. Like, I never need to ever go on again. He gave me, like, a really nice, lovely hug. And he's like, it's good to see you, Olivia. And I was like, see, we're good. Oh, you knew you guys would be good. I don't know. I was always so weird about it. Because I'm just so weird about all this stuff. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Ben's always going to be good with somebody yeah. he sees. Yeah. <coughs> I just, okay, Jared, I have some general girl questions then about guys. Yeah. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Like, uh, Okay, so you you say you're in your head all the time. You're in your head all the yeah. time. When men are in their heads, we obviously like we can't. They they're not open about it. They don't really like talk about it the same way that girls talk about it, right? Of course. So why do guys pursue relationships when they're not ready for a relationship in general? Why do you think? Why do they pursue relationships? Yeah, like why do guys ask girls on dates and then break up with us three days later because they're not ready for a relationship? Why does that happen? I need to know. Uh, because it's stupid to say, but you you always want to – you don't ever want to be alone either. I know that's I know that's so pathetic to say, but it's like – it's kind of like am I in a place to be ready in a relationship? Probably not, but – should I not go on dates because of that? Should I not take a chance? Because what if I meet the love of my life? Yeah. All right. Then I'll go on a date and take a chance. And then guys sometimes are so stupid. They'll, you know, think with other parts of their body rather than their brain. So they'll go on a date with the girl they find physically attractive. 
they'll like hook up with the cotons and then they'll be like, but I'm not ready to be in a relationship. And then of course her having hooking up with him is on a whole different We're level. on a different emotional level. It's, it's miscommunication, but then you can't, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Cause like one of my friends actually one time was telling me a story about how a guy she was like into and attracted to, they had like started like hooking up after like their first or second date. Mm-hmm. And like, right, like he was in the midst of kissing her. And then he's like, by the way, like, I should probably say this, like, I don't know if I'm in a place to, like, date or – and she was like, this is super awkward now because it was like he didn't want to hook up with her because he didn't want to, like, lead her on. Yeah. So he thought the best way to do it was, like, in the midst of kissing her, be like, wait, wait, no, wait. No, no, by the way. I'm not, ready. I'm not ready for a relationship. It's just wait, so like, this is like, This is weird. I forget. It was a while ago. And so I don't know. Guys are just stupid. Guys, Guys are, are really stupid. dumb. We don't talk about our feelings. That's the that's the problem right there. It's just the lack of communication because we're just terrified to admit that uh maybe uh I'm not the guy you think I am. Maybe I don't have all my shit together. But that's okay. Do you th- I mean both of you maybe. Do you think there's ever a point where like in a relationship where you feel <coughs> truly ready and you can go for something like I, so I hear all the time I'm just not ready or I don't feel ready. And I'm like when are we ever ready? No, yeah, there's never ever going to be a perfect time. I think both of us can say that because I even like even going when like telling Ashley how I felt, I was like, okay, am I ready? You know, I'm in Los Angeles. I don't even know if I want to stay in that city. Should I even tell her this? Because what if I want to move or what if like and then, of course, I was thinking I was like, what if these are just jealous feelings? What if I'm yeah. wrong? What if the, what if what I'm feeling is wrong or what if I'm thinking is wrong? Yeah. And then it was like, no, you need to go with your gut. And it's never going to be a right time, but just say how you feel. Yeah, you know? I just don't think then, there's ever a right time. I just feel like no. you're you know, either working on your career or you want to move or, you know, you're not ready to settle down because you kind of want to live in the city. It's just like there's never going to be a fucking right time. People make excuses. One of the best quotes I've ever heard is people always make decisions based out of fear, but they're disguised as practicality. And that's exactly what we do all the time. When we're actually scared to do something, we'll just we won't do it, but we'll just use all these different types of excuses. But it's and interesting. We'll men it are up. afraid too. Like I never feel like men are afraid of things, but they they probably are. Oh, men are feared of commitment. We're fe- we're we're afraid of failure. You know. Yeah. We're afraid to go after the girl that like I think. Oh, tell her about that. Tell her about how like you actually were scared because you thought you I was too good for you. Well, of course. Like like, ex- I've, apparently, I'm, that is such a thing. I've been telling her since Bachelor in Paradise season two. It's just too good for me, and she's like, she's like, my dad. What'd your dad say? My dad always said, "Don't believe a guy who says that you're too good for him. That's just an excuse." Every guy should. I would want agree to with that. Every girl should. Every guy should want to be with a girl who he who's better than. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I think okay. Let me give you an example for Ari and Becca, right? Yeah. When Ari made the switch from Becca to Lauren, everybody was giving him shit because people viewed that as you have this strong, independent woman in Becca, Mm -hmm. everything that you want, and you go for somebody who appears to be maybe not the same caliber. Yeah. And so a lot of women I remember talking were discussing that and saying that that, a lot of guys do that. They always seem to go after the girl – who like they're always afraid to go after the strong independent woman they say they want that but they never go for that girl and i think there's a lot of that well i um i just went to this dating event (laughs) embarrassingly the other oh i love it i went to the great love debate 
Okay. Ben apparently has done it a couple times, but oh. it was basically men and women in a room and we all were just putting our opinions out there. And, you know, this host was saying, women, what do you need out of men? And it was so interesting, like how we just men and women just seemed like they weren't on the same page at all about like anything. But yeah. he had this funny point where he was saying we're in a crisis in dating because women nowadays have this independent you know, don't need no man mentality. And men, they, they need to feel admired. They need to feel needed. And yeah. that there's a problem because women feel like they don't need no man. <laughs> so the men are like, well, if you don't need me, then I'm not going to try. And we just want men to try. And yeah. so it's like this roundabout kind of paralysis situation in dating right now. And it was really interesting because I have always felt like I'm so independent. I got my shit together. Like I make my own money, but like maybe that just like doesn't translate anymore. I don't really know. Maybe that's just paralyzing dating. I, well, I, I don't know. He found me most attractive when I was not giving a shit about him. And when I was being boss girl. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he liked but boss girl. Like, he apparently also wants to be needed. I think girls need to just yeah. be like, I think it's a balance. I need both. I need love and I need, uh, and I don't, how does this make sense? Girls just need to, we need companionship as well. Yeah. So like, just well, because I... he thinks, just because he said, I don't need no man, but if you, but you probably want them. Of course no. we do. I do. Of so like you need to be like more soft when it comes to relationships, perhaps. Of course, just like a guy who's unwilling to talk about his feelings when they're like, when a, a girlfriend's like, "What do you want from me? What do you need from me?" He's like, well, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't need anything." When in actuality, he's probably like, "Well, I need you to be more affectionate. I need you to tell I me need, how much you love I me. I need you to do this and that. I need you to say that like you, I, you need me around. Like I'm, I'm a value to you. Yeah. But like guys are just so unwilling to say that." <sighs> We're going to be, like, paralyzed forever, men and women. I know. It's pretty bad. But then, you know. It's getting so much. It's really getting so much worse. Well, oh. the guy was just saying, like, Olivia, you are someone who's super independent, and that's great. But the way you communicate sometimes makes it seem like you really, really don't need someone. So, so a way to even, if you're dating someone, you're already tall. I get that. But even yeah. if it means you're at a grocery store and just asking a guy, hey, can you grab that on that top shelf there? Even if, like, you can grab it by yourself, just asking a guy to do something <clears throat> for you and yeah. to, to show that, like, I need you to do this for me. Even if it's something dumb, little things like that can start to, like, even out the male-female, like, dynamic. And I'm like, oh, well, that's totally. interesting. Do you like when I tell you to, can you put up the shelves? Yeah. Guys put like that. I saw that. Like that. And I think he didn't really want to at first, but then he started doing it, and then he got really into it. I wanted to at first. Nah. Really? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean, remember it doesn't not sound like to. a fun chore, but then when he care. started doing it, he got really into it, and then, like, I got really into it. Yeah, because we think it's hot <laughs> when you can grab something off the top shelf. We just feel like, oh, I don't want to ask him to do that because then I'm, like, needy. And then no, it just goes over and yeah. over. Men naturally want to be the provider. Even if they show that they don't want to, like, a perfect example is my dad. My dad will always kind of like bust my mom's balls if she needs something like, oh, your, your mother again, she needs something. But he, if anybody else was like, well, never mind, don't worry about that, I'll do it. He's like, no, 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 I'll do it. No, I'll I got it. it. 
And it's like, so you want to do it, but you're just going to say that you don't want to do yeah. it. Yes, Because you just... want to provide for her because you love her. And you like if she needs something, you want to be the person that provides it for her. But you're still going to bust balls and say, oh, da, 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 da. So that's just like a man, right? That's that's men. So you don't need to put the cabinet up later. But do you want me to? Yes, I do want you to. I just I... moved in and he's helping me. Wait, are, you don't live in the same place you're moving? Is that what it is? No, I just moved into this place like three weeks ago, and it's still like a work in progress. I mean, you're just lucky. I'm going to have to get a task rabbit after this to help I me hang up something. I got a task yesterday, though, because Jared can't do electrical, so he had yeah. to put up the oh, handle. Jared, I, come I on. I just don't want to fuck anything up, especially electrical work. True, yeah. You, you don't – like once you mess up electrical, I feel like it's really messed up. I know. I feel like how many times do you hear any type of electrician be like, who is in here? <laughs> like this wire doesn't go there and that wire goes there. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. No, that's confusing. I would have never heard yeah. that word to begin with that. <sighs> and Ashley, okay, a girl question. Mm-hmm. So do you believe <coughs> that if something is really right that you should keep fighting for it? Or is there a level, do you think, where someone gives up? It's all very confusing because, you know, here's here's a good tip. This is This is simple. There was a point in our relationship where when I was still, like, obviously interested in him and I was very vocal about it, where I was like, I'm just going to stop talking to him, you know? I'm just going to cut him off. Because maybe if I cut him off and I, quote, play hard to get, Mm -hmm. he will come running. And he told me a couple weeks ago that had I stopped talking to him and cut him off as a friend, he would have come back and probably been like, yeah, let's be together. Well, I've always told her, like, I mean, I can remember from very early on saying how much I wanted you in my life as a friend. And yeah. if you one day were like, I can't I be friends with you because I cannot be around you without wanting to, like, push you against the wall. Exactly. Then I would have been like, I need to do, then I would have, yeah, it would have been a point where, like, I need to do something and I need to make a decision one way or the other. It's very similar to what happened. I can't do the like being friends with someone that I like thing. I just can't do it. I've tried. There were so many times where he would leave my place and I'd be like, I can't do it. I I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. And so I guess my advice is like, I I don't want it to sound stupid, but if you really like a guy and he's your friend and you want more, cut him off. And if he comes back, you know, that's that expression. Um, let it go and if it comes back to you it's meant to be i really feel like that kind of works like that'll be a good test as to if it's ever gonna happen and if he's like your guy friend and you cut him off and he doesn't come back then like you're probably never gonna get him that's that's a really good point that's huge everyone we like take note of that write that down yeah Yeah, other random thoughts about dating you guys from a successful couple since my podcast is all about dating fails so well i don't know but like we do talk about everything and the thing is sometimes i need to get it out of him like sometimes i can tell his mood is off Mm -hmm. and i literally asked him for like a half an hour last week what's going on what's in your head what's going on you're making me feel weird because i can tell something's off and he went and like and then finally after a half an hour like he talked about it sometimes i still have difficulty expressing my true feelings <laughs> but at least i like no and i will pull it the fuck out of him yeah exactly <sighs> i think also too just keeping in mind that while with us everything is it comes naturally and it's fantastic but like you still need to work on things like one thing i always try to work on is 
to, um, I say this a lot, like in the morning, making sure you say good morning and kiss. And like, that's a really good way to start the day instead of like, as soon as you wake up, just checking your phone. Yeah. And be like, hi. Like, it's just like that, those little differences. That's actually uh, super true. Thank you for saying that, Jared. Thank you. No, it's true, though. Like, little things that I feel like just add up and, and, and make the relationship a little bit stronger and a little bit better. Just not being afraid to say how much you love somebody, you know? That's Ashley, how been... many times does he say I love you per day on average? We don't want like, overkill it, but, like, probably four and then he, it's really cute when, like, he he woke me up this week and he was like, I love you and I want to marry you one day and we're going to have kids. And the worst part of my day is when I have to leave you. Stuff I know. Like that, yeah. I was like, okay. You, and you said that with a straight face. Really you good. said that with a straight face. I feel face. really wow. good right now. This is when everyone turns off the podcast and, like, throws <laughs> their phone across the room. <laughs> This is, BS. this is some like Titanic bullshit here. I know. I know. This, is my, this is what I dream of. Always. This is everything I dream of. It's legit a dream come true. It really can is. I come like hang out between you guys like right there. Yes, yeah. Of course. Totally. We love that. And now I just really want people to find what we have. It's just like I just I really want that for my friends. Well, I'm next. That's yeah. it. Just kidding. gotta get you on paradise. When do you leave? Tomorrow? Uh yeah, I leave tomorrow. My bikinis are packed. I've Very been on nice. a diet for a Perfect. month. Um Yay. no, actually, I, I talked about this on the last podcast. The only I haven't watched <laughs> Becca's season at all because I suck, but um the the Joe guy. I'd I'd get with Joe. I could see you guys together. Well, yeah. I think I don't know anything about him. In paradise right now, so I think you're he's for sure going to paradise. So single. Comes home single, you gotta slide in those DMs, girl. Oh god, I could totally see you with him. Yeah, why not? That's ridiculous. I don't even. Why? I don't even well, know do a really single personality quality about looking. him. Well, he's good looking. So All I, I know is on the together. outside, he is someone I would typically be attracted to. Yeah, very but, interesting. But Joe, this is the second podcast in a row I've dropped your name. So oh, perfect. Well, he's definitely gonna hear about it then. Oh no, someone already commented on his Instagram and tagged me in it, and it was really perfect. embarrassing. But I hope Love it. I think he was probably already filming Paradise, so he didn't see it. Thank God. If I see him post anything when he gets back to Paradise, the first thing I'm gonna do, do is just tag me. <laughs> just tag Olivia four times. I hate you guys. Um, so do you mind? I'm gonna formally ask if I can continue commentating on all of your pictures together. Yes, we please. really like we love it. it. It's we our really favorite. want it. Okay. Good. Yeah, thank awesome. you. It's just like, I'm and trying. you tell us whether or not we go overboard with the pictures. Yeah. I mean, I think um, one a, a week. Okay. Is good. Okay. Is good? One Maybe a week? one and a half a week. I mean, you don't want to get to the point where, like, some couples, if you don't post together every other day, it's like, oh my God, no. did they break up? I know. Um, yeah. So, like, keep a little <laughs> mystery to it, but okay. don't, like, shove it down our throats. But okay. like Perfect. with y'all, I'm okay if you do shove because I've been waiting for this for three years. And it's like a personal victory for me because I truly believe I am responsible. You are responsible. <laughs> it's all because Olivia. I mean, my podcast episode where I was like, hey, Jared, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the big factors that turned you around. It was the Just- factor. <laughs> Well, apparently he wanted to make out with me later that night. So. See, that was it. 
That's yep. it. That was the moment. The awkward right there. tension. That was when the sexual awkward tension came about. Was when I was like, So yeah. Jared, what's up? And then it was like you were like, I don't really have a reason why it's not. Yeah, right. you're right. I should totally make out with Ashley. What and the then you guys it? laid in a hotel bed together and like I what? Know. Sat on opposites. Was it yeah, a- after like having like a rooftop dinner and wine. I know, it was a nice night. It's we the talking. most annoying thing. It was so annoying. It's so weird to think about a time where we But then you can just make out tonight and make up yeah. for all the time that you didn't get to make out. Olivia, yeah. we're going to make out as soon as we hang up the phone. I'm We'll dedicate the make out session to you, Olivia. Yeah. Will you talk about me like every five seconds come up the air <laughs> and just be like, I wish Olivia was on the phone watching this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pure awkwardness. Okay, I love you guys. Um, go make out. Um, we're so the whole world. I'm speaking on behalf of the whole world. We just love you guys. And oh, thank you, Olivia. I'm really, I'm really happy. I love you guys. Go make out. I'll, I'll sext you guys in ten seconds. She doesn't want to leave us. I don't really want to hang out. Can you hang out, please? I don't want to leave. Okay, we'll hang up on me. I love you. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Bye, Olivia. Love you.